Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It is a beautiful Tuesday afternoon. I'm Scoot on the air. Really glad you're uh, glad you're with us. We have uh, a lot to talk about this afternoon. Uh, we're going to get into some politics that we kind of touched on yesterday, but we're going to l- get a little deeper into it today. We also have the latest poll numbers for the uh, 2024 presidential election, and Trump still has a big lead. In fact, uh, Trump has a, a a big lead in some of the key swing states, and you know that's all it takes is the key states the key swing states and you win you win the election it's all about the uh, electoral map math and uh trump again it looks like trump is going to be the republican nominee Uh, five candidates are going to debate tomorrow night Uh, there are other republicans trying to uh, beat trump for the nomination does anybody really have a chance i I don't know we'll talk more about that tomorrow but we do have the latest polling numbers and trump still has a, a big lead in some key states also, um, Fox News host Kaylee McEnany, you know, she uh, used to be a White House press secretary for, uh, for President Trump. She praised the new Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, because of his Christian beliefs. And she says that with him, God is leading the way. MSNBC host Jen Psaki, who was a press secretary for um, uh, President Biden, says the new House Speaker should scare everyone because he's a Christian fundamentalist. Now, if there is emphasis on the new speaker using his his, uh, Christian beliefs to guide legislation, isn't that the definition of fascism? Do we want fascism in America? You know, you can promote uh, Christian beliefs, and I'm a Christian, but when it comes to government, if, if Christian beliefs are part of it, if they are guiding you, I mean, look, people who are religious allow their religion to guide them. And, and I, I don't think that's a bad thing. In some cases it is. But generally speaking, I don't think that's a bad thing. But I think we have to be really careful about supporting the idea that religion becomes a major part of government because that's the definition of fascism. Also, House Speaker Mike Johnson shares an anti-porn app with his 17-year-old son. Do you know what they do? They monitor each other's porn intake. Hey, Dad, I see you've been checking out the porn over there. Hey, son, um, stop watching porn. I I think it's kind of weird. We'll talk about that. 
Also, uh, finally, an answer to a, a question that I think many of us have had for a long time. Which is better for you, spinach or kale? I hope it's spinach because I'll be honest with you, I don't like the way kale tastes. I know it's incredibly good for you, but if I had a choice, I'll take spinach over kale, but we'll talk about that a little bit later. And also, it was on this day in 1969. This is on the uh, Scoot on the Air rock culture calendar. On this day in 1969, Life magazine found Paul McCartney. They found Paul McCartney at his, at his farm in Scotland, and they found out that Paul was indeed alive. This is the day in 1969 that it was determined that Paul McCartney was alive. In 19, November of 1966, the rumor started that Paul was dead. And we're going to talk about that in the 3 o'clock hour. If, if you're a boomer, you remember this. If you're not a boomer, millennial, Xer, or, or a Zoomer, it's going to be interesting for you to, um, to hear how boomers reacted to this fake news. I mean, this was fake news. This was one of the... Uh, one of the best urban legends ever. And it seemed like it went on for a couple of years. And I remember as a kid sitting in my bedroom every night in Metairie waiting for the next clue that Paul was dead. Because every night a radio station would, would, would give a new clue that Paul was dead. And so it was kind of a joke on the part of the, the Beatles, but it, it was an interesting, um, interesting urban legend that was not true. And uh, it, again, uh, maybe one of the original fake news stories. All right, if you want to join us with a comment about anything we talk about this afternoon, the Oakland Heart Jewelers talk and text line is 504-260-1870. Also, we are hearing about the possibility of more fog tomorrow. And it could be the super fog, which is thicker than fog. There was a major accident, um, a number of people injured, uh, one fatality, uh, I-10 New Orleans East today. And it not only is the, is the fog and the, the, the temperature and the dew point reaching the same point, but it's also the marsh fire in New Orleans East. And apparently, according to, to, to witnesses, uh, you went from a little visibility to suddenly nothing. You just couldn't see anything. And you see all these flashing lights, all these people with their hazard lights on. And this is why you're not supposed to put your hazard lights on unless you are stalled. If you're on the side of the road with your hazard lights on, that's fine. But if you're in traffic and and it's foggy and you put your hazard lights on, somebody might assume that you're stopped. And you slam on your brakes and cause a chain reaction. And maybe because you put your hazard lights on, maybe somebody behind you dies. So as, as tempted as you are to do it, don't do it. If you're stopped on the side of the road, use your, use your hazard lights. And, and also, people have, have an instinct to want to turn on their bright beams. No, because that just reflects more of the, the, the fog reflects the light back in your eyes. And you can see better with your low beams on. Sometimes our instincts don't tell us to do the right thing. Ian Hoke is our senior producer. He is at the controls in the other studio. Good afternoon, sir. And to you as well. Man, I was reading about that wreck and... You know, the first the first incident report was at 437 in the morning. And I can only imagine. I don't know. In, in my mind's eye, you know, in my imagination, these crashes are happening at least when the sun is up. Yeah. You know, so I'm, I'm trying to visualize what it would we what it would look like if I were the driver of that car. Like it's this wall of gray. But, it, you know, at least it's daytime. Right. But. These poor people that got in a crash at quarter to five, it's, it's still dark then. So it's, it's just that much more scary to me. I can only imagine 
what it would be like to be in a car. You're going down the interstate on your way to work or to home. And then in a matter of minutes, your visibility goes to absolute zero. In the distance between, you know, the curve on I-10 and, you know, something a little bit further down Irish Bayou, in half the time it takes to go that distance, and this your also, visibility goes from normal to zero. Yeah, and it's a, terrifying. A, a terrible accident in the fog took place recently on, on I-55, shutting that down. In fact, I don't even think that one of the lanes is, is even open yet while they continue to inspect the bridge. That's how bad the, the accident was. So, you know, maybe we're getting to the point where when it's foggy, don't drive. I mean, just don't go. The problem is it could be a little foggy. And this is not the fault of anybody. It could be a little foggy, and then all of a sudden, the 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 fog comes in and shrouds everything, and you, you can't you can't predict that. I mean, they can predict fog, and you know you're out there driving. It's like okay, it's a little foggy, but it's not that bad. But then all of a sudden, with no warning, there's just this insurgence of this super fog where you just can't see anything, and that's nobody's fault that I don't think there's a way to predict predict that moment when the super fog sets in but you know I would suggest that if you if you don't have to go early then then don't go and if you can go a little bit later go a little bit later because that marsh fire is still out there and the conditions seem very ripe for more uh, fog tomorrow and and the fog combined with the the, the marsh fire uh, could lead to another bad situation. So if you don't have to be in New Orleans East uh, tomorrow morning um, early on, then um, then don't do it. All right, if you want to join us with a comment, the Okinawa Jewelers Talk and Text Line, 504-260-1870. Still trending on our website, www.com. I think it's also on the Scoot on the Air Facebook page. Um, a blog that I wrote yesterday, it includes part of our show from yesterday, and it's about the truth being dead in America. Is the truth dead in America? We talked about this yesterday because there's so many Americans who don't give a damn about the truth. They only care about what they believe and what they want to be true. But as much as you want something to be true, as much as you say it, as much as you believe it, that doesn't make it the truth. So that's what the blog and that's what part of our show was about yesterday. You can still check that out on our website, www.com, and also uh, Scoot on the Air uh, Facebook. Um, and look, thank you so much for the comments. I, I posted... I posted video of my granddaughter, Margot. We were in the first row at the Saints game, and the cheerleaders are right in front of us. She wore her Saints cheerleader outfit and her uh, black and gold pom-poms, and it was so cute to watch her. She's intently watching the cheerleaders and trying to imitate their, their, their feet, the, the movement of their feet, and imitate what they're doing with the, uh, with, with the pom-poms. And it was just adorable. And I, I posted that on Scoot on the Air Facebook. And thank all of you for the, for the, for the comments. Um, it was just really a sweet moment, and she loved it. All right, Ian's got some quick text for us. Uh, we'll start out here about Mike Johnson. This texter says, The new speaker has said that the Bible leads his life. And he is a young earth creationist, meaning that he believes the earth is 6,000 years old and that <laughs> Noah's Ark had dinosaurs on it. That's the kind of crazy they graduated from LSU, and that's the kind of the crazy that is the Speaker of the House. Cuckoo. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it starts out fine. The Bible leads your life. Okay. Great. Love yeah. it. That's awesome. You think that the earth is only 6,000 years old? <laughs> Wacky. Mm. Cuckoo. Yeah, we're going to have to have a conversation with that guy. Uh, here's a text that says, Kale, hashtag barf. Kale is nasty, but it's trendy. If Popeye were a liberal... 
then he'd have eaten kale instead of spinach. I agree with that. I think that is absolutely true. It would have been a it would have been a woke moment for Popeye to be eating kale instead of spinach. So, go ahead. I just I don't you know I don't uh, I I know it's great for you. I'm not denying that at all. But I, we're going to find out uh, later if uh, if spinach is as good for you as as kale. Because if it is, I'm going with the spinach over the kale. Yeah, I mean kale is just I think a a less versatile leafy green. I mean. You know, I, I have a smoothie every day, and I cram a cup and a half of spinach into that. But when I can't get spinach, I put kale in, Which and it like sucks. Better. It screws it up. Okay, good. It screws so up my alone. smoothie. Now, I like a good baked kale chip. You know, get some kale, toss it in some olive oil, a little salt and pep, throw yeah. it in there, you know, 10 minutes at 350. You've got some tasty kale chips. Okay. Good way to get your greens, you know, all covered in salt and oil and fat, and that's nice. But I love that we address the real issues. I mean, who, who else is addressing addressing this issue? America needs to know this stuff. Seriously. I mean, this is the question that people want to know. What's better for you, spinach me, or kale? Let me ask you this. When when Popeye opens up that can yeah. and, and he, the spinach, like, shoots out of the can and, like, makes this high arc— and then all goes in his mouth all at once. Is that creamed spinach? Is that what we're seeing right there? No, I don't think it's creamed spinach. I think it's just the spinach that you get in the in in the can, like the 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 cooked spinach in the can. There's there's cooked spinach in a can that it would be it it would be, uh, be able to 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 kind of do that. Uh, like, is, well, it's a cartoon, so I that is setting off my gag reflex so bad. There's nothing I I think I could deal with less in my life than cooked canned spinach i love fresh spinach yeah. i'll eat that all day long <laughs> but i i think i have childhood trauma from the amount of like soggy, soggy flavorless spinach that i had to eat and the idea of just just gulping down a 12 ounce can of it just makes me and, and my throw mom up. my mom used to um used to to cut up um uh, hard-boiled eggs and put that on top of the uh, the cooked spinach out of the can excuse me out of the can Oh, boy. <laughs> I liked it. In fact, my brother and I would like, I remember when we were really young, we would kind of pretend to like, okay, we would kind of pretend to punch ourselves and knock ourselves out, <laughs> and we would fall down, and our face would be right by the spinach on the plate, and then we would eat the spinach, and then we would get up and be, be good again. <laughs> that is hilarious. Wow, great memory. Uh, I'll leave you with this one about the presidential polling. This texter simply says, I'm so not worried about the polls a year out. Yeah, you know, we're going to talk about that, too. Um, you know, there are people who say the polls are bogus unless they're guys ahead or they're women's ahead. Then the polls are credible. And right now, a lot of people who didn't like the polls in 2016, didn't like the polls in 2020, they love the polls right now because Trump is, is leading. Um, I think the, the, it's not the methodology that comes into question with the polls. I think it's more a case of what voters are telling the pollsters. I don't think they're always telling them the truth. And so I don't know how accurate the polls are based on, based on that. All right, if you want to join us, the Okinawa Jewelers talk and text line is 504-260-1870. Yeah, part of our conversation today is, um, is going to be about, um, it's going to be about this idea that, that we need to have Christianity as part of our government. Look up the definition of fascism. Isn't that fascism? And that's a kind of scary thought. You know, you can believe in the Bible, believe in God. Jesus can be your savior. You can do all of that stuff. But if you're a political leader, you're not supposed to let that come into play when you make decisions. And I remember there was, you know, when, when John F. Kennedy was running for president in 1960, he was a Catholic. And there was a, an uproar across this country 
about the idea that a Catholic was going to be president. And we'll, we'll talk more about that when we come back. I'm Scoot. The Okinawa Jewelers Talking Text Line is 504-260-1870. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. You know, we talk about politics and pop culture on the show, but when we talk about politics, we just try to be logical and truthful and really honest about everything. And there's just there's so much political tension in this country that it's it's really sad that that so much has been tainted by the failure to accept facts, the failure to accept the truth, that that the truth is based on what somebody wants to believe. And that's a it's, it's, a, it's a sad state of affairs. So um, we've got some politics to talk about this afternoon, but we're going to do it in the style that we do it in on this show all the time. Uh, let's go to Metairie and uh, Gregory. You're on WWL. Hey, Scoot, man. It was so wonderful seeing Margo dancing. By the way, I was at the game, and just just, just incredible. Thank you. But what I really want to talk about, <laughs> what I really want to talk about is a real love story. I mean, um, back in 1993, I saw someone leave. Do you remember K. Sorrell on St. Charles Avenue oh, yeah. back in the day? Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> I wish, man, I wish Ian had been around. Anyway, I met this girl, and for some reason or another, her career took her away from New Orleans. I was just getting out of the Navy back then. And um, she, her career took her to New York and New Jersey, Pennsylvania, whatever. She was just going. But um, <clears throat> about August 1st, she she just reaches me out of the wind, you know, just out of the blue, right? Right. And um, she's like, you know, I've been watching you. I've been seeing you, and I miss you, blah, blah, blah. Anyway. So, our big reunion's coming up. She's going to fly in um, uh, on the 16th, and we're going to spend, like, a weekend together. Cool, cool. And, you know, go in the city. Wait, hold on. Here's the kicker. She she brought up a cologne I used to wear back in the 90s called Juke. Okay. J-O-O-P. Okay. Hold on. I, so, I went, I, God, I remember wearing that, but, you know, you know, you put things away. But, anyway... I went to Macy's and, and Dillard's and Lakeside. I went to all the – they didn't have it. Guess who had it? Perfume headquarters. Awesome. Not only did they have it, they were so nice. Roger and his staff are just so nice. Um, you know, anyway, it's, it's, so, it's so satisfying. I tried when, to get it online. I... It was like $45. You know what um, Roger did? It was $36, including tax. Wow. For the four-and-a-half-ounce four bottle of juke. And believe me, it's a it's a very distinctive, um, you know, scent. I mean, it's 
It's going to be a great memory for, for you and her. And and Gregory, uh, would you just tell everybody that this call was not set up, that I didn't have this set up? It was not set in? up at all. <laughs> it's only because of because I'm a constant habitual listener because I, you know, I don't go to the West Bank that much. But if you've got to get something, hey, boys and girls, if you need to get something, go see Roger and go see Perfume Headquarters. They're so nice. I mean, I mean. I mean, I even picked up a bottle of gray, uh, gray flannel. I haven't seen that in shopping years. Man, I used to wear that, too. <laughs> yep. All right, Scoot. Hi, Gregory. Wonderful show. Wonderful Thanks day. Love you. Day. Appreciate the call. And by the way, the the perfume headquarters, the, the phone number we gave, we're, I've been giving out this phone number for a long time, and yesterday there was some glitch with the Internet system at um, – with the internet service at Perfume Headquarters, and Roger just texted me on my, my phone and said, the number's good. So here's the number for Perfume Headquarters, which I, I did want to give out in, in the, the last commercial, but it's the same number we've been giving out. It's 504-354-2883. 504-354-2883. And, you know, and I love when people like Gregory uh, call up. There are our listeners who, who, who can verify that what I tell you about the, the sponsors and the clients on, on the show, what I tell you about them is is true. All right, so there is a poll from the New York Times and Cena College, and it shows that Donald Trump is ahead of Biden in Arizona, Georgia, Michigan, Nevada, and Pennsylvania. Those are key states. And you know, it all comes down to electoral state math. Now, in Nevada, Trump leads by 11 points. Trump is at 52, Biden is at 41. In Georgia, Trump is up plus six. Trump is at 49, Biden at 43. In Arizona, Trump 49, Biden 44. In Michigan, Trump 48, Biden 43. Pennsylvania, Trump 48, Biden 44. Wisconsin, uh, Trump 45 and Biden 47. But here's something interesting. So this is kind of a, uh, kind of a surprise. Um, so you know that uh, that Robert uh, Robert F. Kennedy is uh, is running as an independent, and the polls show that young people are those 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 under forty five are rallying around him. So the independent uh, challenger is doing well with under forty five voters. Now in Georgia, Arizona, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Nevada, and Wisconsin. Kennedy has 34% of the base voters age 18 to 29 and, and 31% 30 to 44. Trump is at 29% 18 to 29 and 30% 30 to 44. Biden is at 30% in both categories. So it's kind of a statistical tie, but Kennedy is a factor in there. Kennedy has also been uh, attracting money from Trump, donors that would ordinarily give to Trump or giving to, uh, to Kennedy. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see how this works out. Now, here's the problem with the young voter polls. Young people don't vote. Sometimes they do. But generally speaking, young people do not vote in as big a numbers as older people. And so if you're a younger person, if you're Zoomer, X, millennial if you're a younger person, the way you get politicians' attention is you vote. And the reason that that politicians pay so much attention to the geezers is because the geezers vote. And so all you have to do is go out and vote and you'll get the attention. So you could have a, um, you know, your mark on, on society. I know a lot of you are, are cynical. 
it's understandable. I'm cynical to some degree. But it's just going to be, I think this is going to be interesting. And, and I'm, I'm still not sure that it's going to come down to Trump and Biden. And then there was some criticism the other day because uh, somebody was saying that, I forgot who it was, but somebody said that California Governor Gavin Newsom is, is a coward because he's running for president without announcing it. I don't know if that makes him a coward or makes him smart. I mean, if you can make headway before you announce that you're running, that is a smart political strategy. I also think it's a smart political strategy for Trump not to appear at the debate tomorrow. I mean, personally, as a talk show host, I'd love to see him there. But from his perspective as a, as a, as a politician, he, he's, got nothing, he's got nothing to lose by not going. He has everything to lose by going. So it's smart for him. I don't like it, but it's smart for him to, to not go. If you want to join us with a comment, the Oakland Heart Jewelers talk and text line is 504-260-1870. Let's go to Ian with some more of your text messages. Most of the texts right now are about our topic about what Christian nationalism is. So I'll tuck in some of those. Here's one that says, uh, the first pilgrims who settled in America risked their lives coming here to escape the Church of England which was the law in England in the 17th century. In 17th century England, you had to do what the church said you had to do. Think, feel, and believe. Or you could be arrested, prosecuted, imprisoned, and executed. And that is why the framers of the Constitution wanted a democracy based on civil rights, as opposed to the law being based on moral, ethical, and spiritual beliefs. Fascism is dictatorship, but dictatorship based on religious beliefs is theocratic fascism. Nazi Germany, excuse me, Nazi Germany was fascism, but Iran today is theocratic fascism. You know, it's um, it's interesting how many people in this country don't want religion to be part of governments of other countries, but they want Christianity to be part of our government. You can't have it both ways because, in theory, it's the same thing. If you're a Christian, you're not necessarily a good person. But if you're a Christian and you're a good person, then we want you to, to be a good person and be in politics. Being a Christian shouldn't work against you. But it works against you if you start professing that you're going to allow your religion to be the leader of your decisions. And as I mentioned before the break, in 1960... When, when John F. Kennedy was running for president, he was Catholic. The fear in this country was, oh my God, a Catholic is going to be president? There was actual fear that John F. Kennedy was going to consult with the Pope before he made decisions as president of the United States. There was tremendous fear in this country about that. And Kennedy answered it. And he said that he was not going to allow his Catholic faith to guide his decisions as, as, as president. And he would certainly not be consulting with, with the Pope. I, I just think there's something very scary about religion being part of, of, of government. And, and there are those who, in their minds, they believe this country was founded on Christian beliefs. You have a choice of believing that. But that's not true. This country was founded on freedom of religion. It just so happens that, that people who are Christians started that concept but it wasn't a concept about pushing christianity it was a concept about freedom to do whatever the hell you want with your religion in theory they didn't care what the religion was you were just free 
from religious uh, persecution. And so there still is that fundamental misunderstanding of the beginning of America. Here's a text that says Christian nationalism essentially says that the idea is that America is founded on God's laws and the Constitution is a reflection of God's laws. Therefore, any interpretation of the Constitution must align with Christian nationalists understanding of God's laws and freedom for them means freedom to obey God's law, not the freedom to do what you want or love who you want or believe what you want. What about the atheists? They don't get a say. If you're not a Christian nationalist, it's then you don't well, get to participate see, in the interpretation of the Constitution. The simple asking of the question, what about the atheist, makes that just a, a totally ridiculous interpretation. I, it, it, you, you can't rule out Americans. You can't rule out Americans who don't believe in God. You can't rule out Americans who don't believe in Jesus Christ as their Savior. You can't rule out Americans who believe in Allah. They are Americans. And I know it is so difficult for some to understand this, but those people are the people who were born here, people who converted to Islam. They are as much of an American as a Christian American. I mean, as long as they don't do anything radical. So, I mean, this is a, this is a, a great topic, and there's just such great misunderstanding about I, this. I love this sentence. This is a great text. I love the sentence in the middle where it says, the Christian nationalism essentially means any interpretation of the Constitution must align with Christian nationalists' understanding of God's laws. I feel like I've seen a meme out there that says something I can't I don't have it in front of me so I'm going to paraphrase but it essentially says like hey bro it's our country not your church or yeah then there's a second part where uh, there's a you know a, a, a I would say in this situation a Christian nationalist who says hey I'm sorry I can't participate in that activity my religion forbids that and the other guy says hey that's cool no problem you know it's a big country we're all here to do what we're all here to do and then the second frame the Christian nationalist is saying, you can't do that because my beliefs forbid it. And the other guy says, well, what the hell is that? But that's not that's not what America is about, man. I mean, there's just no right. room for interpretation on that. Um, here's right. a text. I got two more. I know we're a little bit late, but I'm going to be fast. Here's one that says everyone needs to read the Treaty of Tripoli by Thomas Jefferson. It's plainly stated that the United States is in no way a Christian nation. And uh, I had to go ahead and <laughs> Google the Treaty of Tripoli. And that quote is actually most often attributed to John Adams, who actually ratified. So, I'm sorry, not he, he signed the treaty. This is 1797. John Adams says, as the government of the United States of America is not in any sense founded on the Christian religion, as it has in itself no character of enmity against the laws, religion, tranquility of Muslims. Yada, yada, yada. He mentions Muslims specifically because they're having a treaty with, you know, Tripoli, which is a predominantly Muslim uh, area at the time. But yeah, he starts out and saying America is not founded on Christian religion, so we should be able to do business, fellow humans and Muslims. Yes. And I'll leave you with this one. Do any of all uh, do any of y'all eat baby spinach? The problem is that if people keep eating baby spinach, there won't be enough spinach reaching maturity and there won't be enough adult spinach making new baby spinach to sustain the crop long term. I know this sounds horrible, but I love the taste of baby spinach.
Sicko. It is so tender. It hasn't even really developed yet. It's just baby, <laughs> baby tender spinach, and it is so good. If you want to join us, the Okinawa Jewelers Talking Text Line is 504-260-1870. All right, so, you know, look, when, when we talk about politics on the show, yeah, sometimes we get kind of serious, but we also have a sense of humor. And sometimes, yeah, sometimes you just want to shut up about politics. But we got a little more to cover before we get into some fun stuff. I'm Scoot, Tuesday afternoon, and we'll be back on WWL. Yeah, look, I know there are a lot of political messes in, in America, but uh, we're going to get through this. You know, remember, I, I, I'm one of the people who survived 1968. And if this country can survive 1968, we can survive these uh, modern times that we live in. But I um, mean, a lot of stuff um, sucks right now. All right, if you want to join us with a comment, the Okinawa Jewelers Talk and Text Line, 504-260-1870. Let's go to the North Shore. And James, welcome to WWL. Hey, Scoot, thanks for having me on so quick, buddy. Sure. Man, well, I, so first I'd like to start with religion. First off, we're, we're here for at best 100 years, right? Okay. And our eternity is forever. So we, but it seems like most Christians are just preparing for the time here on earth. That hundred years, hundred years you spend here, but to me, I think we would be better off spending time preparing our eternity forever. And, and by doing that, that means being merciful to others, not repaying evil with evil, doing the things we see in the Bible. And you, and that's one thing you don't see in these far right Christians. There is no mercy in their hearts, man. There is no care no. for the poor. And then another thing is, if you're going to say you're um. Uh, pro-life, let's be pro-life all the way. Why is there a stop with pro-life? Why is it only the baby is where your pro-life love is, but when that baby turns 15 to above, you're ready to throw them in the uh, electric chair or however you need to execute that, that life. So those well, are some the, of the things yeah. that just, let's work on that. There is hypocrisy. There is a lot of hypocrisy in that. James, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. You know, and, and by the way, when when we talk about right-wing Christians or radical Christian zealots, we're not talking about all Christians. And remember, I, I'm, I'm a Christian. But I also see the importance of separating religion from, from government. Because if you allow one religion in, then you set the precedent to allow other religions in in the future. And the day could come when somebody is in a prominent position and they're going to use the Koran to guide their political decisions. And the decisions that guide this country, and in theory, I don't think that's a, I don't think that's a good idea. Hey, you know when you, uh, when you think about what is meant when somebody says a travesty of justice, I mean that's really serious, right? Somebody that this is a travesty of justice. Well, uh, former Trump press secretary Kayleigh McEnany on Fox News, the Five on Fox News. She is critical of the court artistic drawing of ex-president Donald Trump. She says they need to get a better sketch artist. She says, this does not look like my former boss. She says, this is a travesty of justice. Come on, Kaylee, really? Has anybody ever seen one of those court drawings that actually looked like the person that they were drawing? 
Is this not the Trumpiest complaint ever? This is, or exactly. At least on the podium, you know? It's like God, every little thing has to upset him and everyone that's ever in the room. Yeah, like it's a travesty of justice that the picture doesn't look more like Trump. I saw the picture. It looks like Trump. The man, because of his hair, has a flat head. You look like you could put your drinks on it if he's standing around you. If he's sitting down and you're standing next to him, you could put your drinks on Trump's head. That's the way it looks because of his hair. So, um, you know, but to call this a travesty of justice is just, as, as Ian just pointed out, it's just, it is the, it is the epitome of what the Trump sycophants um, are, are sensitive about. This is not a travesty of justice. It's a court drawing, and I have never seen a court drawing of anybody that actually looked like the person who was in court. This guy's supposed to be like the, the icon of like toughness, and I'm going to stick it in your face, and I'm, I'm like the hyper-masculine candidate when everyone else is a bunch of wimps, <laughs> and he right. just melts down over the tiniest oh stuff. Oh, my man. God. A yes, poor little Trump. He's not seen the way he should be seen. The poor, delicate little baby. I'm Scoot. If you want to join us, the Oakland Art Jewelers talking text line is 504-260-1870. I, I just, I, I, I love that the Constitution backs up our, our honesty here. We're not anti-conservative. We're not anti-Republican. We're just honest about Trump. On the Scoot on the Air Rock Culture calendar, today we wish happy birthday to Johnny Rivers. Johnny Rivers, 81 years old today. This was one of his uh, big hits that you know I did a lot of slow dancing to and CYO dances. He was born in New York City, but uh, lived in Baton Rouge most of his life and was influenced by Louisiana music. In fact, he did a lot of cover songs like uh, Tracks of My Tears, which were done, I think, by Smokey Robinson and the Miracles. I'm Scoot, and we'll be back on WWL. Oh, a sad day on the Scoot on the Air Rock Culture calendar on this day in 2011. Andrea True of the Andrea True Connection died of a heart attack. She was 68 years old, and this was her big hit, More, More, More. How do you like it? More, More, More. This was one of the big disco hits of the, the 70s. And just this song, How Do You Like It, More, 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 just reminds me that there was a lot of sex in some of those disco songs. Slaps. Remember that, uh, that song by Donna Summer? Ah, uh, love to love you, baby. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. All right, I'm Scoot. We're coming back with more. Religion, government, don't go together. Do they? Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 